I think that's a brilliant use of one's vocal abilities, don't you think? Oh, the webs we <laughs> So those of you tuning in to hear our Escape the Fate uh, review <laughs> are, are getting a little treat of old, old, old Escape mm-hmm. the Fate right here at the beginning. Yeah. With a little webs we weave a la Ronnie Aradke. <laughs> and I don't think anybody else from Spot that on. album is on this present album. The except drummer. for the drummer, yeah. Tony Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Baby Slash. Baby Slash, yes. <laughs> He's the only one holding down the fort these days. Mm-hmm. But we will get more into that later because we have a lot to discuss because we haven't been here for two weeks, Mike. <laughs> right, we haven't. And I figure this is a great time because you've been interrupting me so much like the past few weeks. During your lovemaking, yes. That too. I'm sorry about that. But every time I... Your girlfriend every, likes it, though. Well, yeah, I know she does. Okay. <laughs> it's, I mean, it turns me on. But uh, mm. uh, <laughs> like every time... You bring up like, oh, the Cubs are gonna, you know, they're gonna face off at this team. Well, the Cubs are this and this. I don't know what you're talking about. I go, Michael J. Fox. Right. And what happened? And because you kept and what you, happened, Mike? Because you kept interrupting me. You never let me finish my <laughs> sentence. I meant to say, Michael J. Fox. It's gonna let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Just like they he got let down swept. Everybody. Oh, I know. Michael is... J. Fox didn't he get indicted for? For insider trading, insider trading on <laughs> on some fantasy football website. He did. <laughs> right. He didn't see that one coming in, in uh, 1989. Um, yeah, there was zero offense. We scored what eight runs in four games. Wow! I watched out of the four games. I mean, there's horror. 36 innings total mm-hmm. that were played. I watched a grand total of about. 15 innings. Oh. I would turn off the game in the fourth inning and just oh. be like, fuck this. There's, there's, what's the point? Oh. Because oh. I'd rather watch, you know, cars with my daughter. <laughs> At least somebody would be enjoying that, right? <laughs> At least there was some joy emanating through the television. Exactly. At least somebody was enjoying the content right. being provided. I guess I could have just kept on watching Back to the Future 2 over and over again. With the Cubs actually won. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which did not happen, as it oh. never happens. And as we move on to the 2016 season, where they will probably come even closer and then subsequently let us down, as they always do. Inching and inching every year, does that mean by, like, what, 2148? It's possible. Okay. I I, I like those odds. Well, I'll be enslaved by praying mantises by then. (laughs) (laughs) But the Cubs will have an entire team of praying mantises. Who will With two human players left. <laughs> right. And they will just, I guess, use laser weapons to fight their way towards victory. Man, baseball has changed. Baseball God, has changed. It's come a long way. Episode uh, 0166, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Today we have a, uh, a, a full album review, track by track, of Hate Me by Escape the Fate. Now, we were recording this on uh, the Lord's Day, Halloween Day, 2015. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, this album was released yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I, re- I, I sent out, uh, if, you, if you follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash, facebook.com slash the skinny with Mike and Adam, you can uh, check out uh, a stream there. So go ahead and pause this. And that stream is... Oh, welcome back <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> now that you've listened to the album. Right. I was going to say, that stream was not my stream into the toilet. Mm-mm. It was a stream Wrong of the stream. album. Yes. Or was it... Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that soon. But uh, we actually got a, a huge like we, we this, we're going to be catching up on like two weeks worth of I like know. some of the most important news stories of the week. So, so uh, do you have any other news to get to before we go to the feed? Well, I did get to go to a USC football game last week. You did do that, and I was pleasantly surprised because which is also why we didn't record a show last week. But one of my teams won a game yeah. after after the Bears and Chargers lose. 
one week, the Cubs get swept. Hey, a bright spot where USC beats the number three ranked team. And I was there and I enjoyed it. And a dude got three interceptions and one of them he ran back for a touchdown. Fancy that. Awesomely exciting. And the girls in LA are incredibly, incredibly hot. This was one of the first times I've actually been part of the home team, mm-hmm. except for the few times I've gone to Wrigley. Yes. Um, you go to Chargers games before. That was kind of fun. But I haven't been to a Chargers game in, in, in 16 years. Oh, are you still going this year? I'm going next Monday. Bears oh, Chargers. Next Monday. Bears next Chargers. Was that the 8th? The 9th. 9th. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you get a hold of our friend Brendan? He He's was on supposed his to help you move. He's on his way as both of our teams, or both of my teams, uh, move towards a 3-13 and 13 season. Oh, good. Much. But one of them is going to win. Yay! So that's a plus. <laughs> but... And then the Chargers and Bears both crushed me again on Sunday. Oh. By wait, the char- Bears didn't play, so that was that was a plus. Oh, well, so they, they couldn't have disappointed you at all. <laughs> but guess who the Chargers lost to, Mike? I don't know. The Raiders. Guess who's what? the best football team in California right now? Don't the Raiders have what? the best record out of all the California? I don't want to live in a world. Or Back to the Future two predictions are not happening. Right, and the Raiders are the number one team in California. <laughs> It's sad. They're better than than, than the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They're better than the L.A. XFL Avengers. <laughs> the XFL <laughs> Avengers. Adam, the X is for extreme. Right. They're better than the Bakersfield Bulldozers. <laughs> is that a minor league team that we have? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I made that one up. Do we have any like B teams? No, they no? don't exist in, in football. Nice. Um, but we should discuss that at least USC is tied today. We'll okay. S- we'll see how that game ends up. Yes, it is on right now while we're recording this dumb little show for our ungrateful audience. Hey, we've been getting a lot of views on we our have page. A lot, actually. Uh, like, nobody's liking it? Nope. But oh, we got one like. <laughs> oh, we did get one like yeah. recently. I don't oh. know who it is, but we got a like. Random female, I believe. Mm. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, females. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just kidding. noticing that. Fans. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Somebody's viewing it. And all of our uh, review episodes in the past several weeks have been being getting viewed by gangbusters on oh, iTunes. Right. Did we help Skylet Drive reach number one? We single-handedly helped Skylet Drive reach the Billboard Top 50. Top 50. Yeah. Okay. Good on for their them. way. Good for them. It's better than the plot you did where they <laughs> debuted at number 101. Oh. But they were happy with that. Hey, they made the top 200. I know. <laughs> they got number two Heat Seekers out. Oh. That's so. not, I don't even know what that means, but cool. Good for them. Neither do I. But <laughs> <laughs> on to the feed. All right, man. So uh, we got. Are we uh, promote our Melting Pod Network, by the way. Or do we need no. to feed first? There's a new episode up. No. There's a new episode up. No. Your uncensored reality. No. In Damn it, Dave. You have a lot of explaining to do. You have a lot of explaining to do, buddy. Where you have been. What's been going on? We no miss more, you. No more vague booking like Mike did from 2014 to 2015. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the truth. And I'm just glad that you We are entitled to your emotions, Dave. And I'm glad entitled. in his case that alcohol brought him back to oh. feeling good again. Because yeah. usually that's not the way it works. Alcohol saves lives. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol reheals livers, <laughs> so that was good for him. Yes, yeah. It, it, we, it, go, go, go really quick. Go check out the meltingpod.net. We got a new episode of uh, Your Insensitive Reality with Magic Mike, 
And we're supposedly, supposedly, supposed to be getting an episode of Generation Oddcast today on Halloween Day. So go Let's check your it. go check your subs- subscription feeds, I, everybody. I, I For need now, to know what's been going on. I like to start every uh, feed with an album announcement. Oh yes. And of course, this one got me super excited. Mm-hmm. One Panic at the Disco uh-huh. will be releasing a new album this coming January fifteenth. So right at the top of the year, we Brandon Yuri's solo band. Brandon Yuri's Brandon Yuri's <laughs> and friends, <laughs> uh, also called Panic at the Disco. Uh, he released on social media uh, some little hoopla about how he used how he loves music as a kid, and uh, the album <laughs> the name of the album is called Death of a Bachelor. It's mm. gonna and it's going to be released like I said on January fifteenth. Um, a few songs were released already. Uh, singles of Victorious Hallelujah and the Emperor's New Clothes. Um, I've liked all three of those. Aha. I haven't um, heard them yet, but okay. I'll trust you on Did it. you say that you'd listen to Hallelujah? I might have, but wasn't that like six months ago it or was something? Really a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, bring me the horizon style. I know, really. Okay, I think I did. I don't remember anything about it, though. Yeah, well, uh, it, I, I enjoyed all three of those songs, though, and, and, and I, I, I mean, you didn't, that didn't make any of your list in 2013 because you listened to it in 2014. Yes. But uh, back in 2013, that was my, it shared the number three spot with three other. Albums, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's uh, cheating. I think that is cheating, <laughs> but it, it made it made like number four or three. I can't remember what uh, what, what number it was, but uh, yeah, really great album. The last one. I'm really looking forward to this new one. I'm excited. All right, so uh, next up, uh, during a live show when uh, they are supporting the Wonder Years at the moment, uh, Silverstein, uh, frontman Shane Told, revealed on stage that he is going to be releasing a solo album Ooh. in the near future. There are no current details at the moment but i imagine we will be getting some stuff on their facebook pe- feeds and other social media sites that, that band has been working way too hard yes putting out an album every other year for the past like 12 years or yes something. go to sleep shane told <laughs> um and it's about time i mean those guys have all been the same in the same band nobody's yep. left for the last 12 years Which is why their music has been getting progressively so. better and better but they need a break to work on some stuff other stuff at least to, four of the five of them do right so it's about time somebody took a break from that band <laughs> i hope the rest of the band is okay yeah having to you know maybe wait an extra year in between oh the no next um when are we gonna get short songs too exactly that only took like eight minutes to record <laughs> <I'm did>. sure. <laughs> longer than the record <laughs> but um i'm excited about this and we'll see how it goes yes yeah, uh yes overseen the uh Silverstein's a great band shane told a really good Songwriter, a, a songwriter, and you know he's he's very good conceptually too, and he writes a lot of con- uh, concept songs, concept albums. Remember when we interviewed them at Warp Tour? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we see the tiny little green piece of paper that told us where to go? <laughs> I hate you, Pomona. Uh, I hate you so much. This year, June is right around the corner. Yes, June is right around the corner. We will, we will, we will, we will see you, Jane yes. Told, at the acoustic tent. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this next album announcement uh, comes to us from one Jared Allange. Allange. Uh, Jared Allange, uh, who released uh, Beating a Dead Horse, Allange. the parody Allange. album. Allange, yeah, right. apparently that's the actual pronunciation. Yes. Which is really weird. I don't get it. I don't get it either. You're not that Italian if you're yeah. from Tennessee, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, but uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, he... he uh, he announced this past week that he will be releasing a uh, special edition of Beating a Dead Horse yes. featuring six new, new songs. Tracks. And I believe that's coming um, 
at the end of by the end of this year. Uh, those six songs are "Pray for Progress" by Vermicide Violence, mm. uh, another thrashcore. Um, That'll be the "Bring Me the Grindcore" parody, I'm sure. Yes, he's, he announced that he's going to be parodying "Bring Me the Horizon," Attila, and a story so far. Next song is "Breve Cazone" by <laughs> Canadian Softball. I look forward to that one. As Canadian, that the, the Canadian softball song was one of my favorites of yes. this year. Yes, it was. Such a great one. Uh, Waifu uh, by Rectangles. Waifu? Uh, Waifu is a... Uh, they're kind of like mocking anime. Oh. Okay. Uh, Waifu is uh, the way that big, fat, sweaty anime nerds like to uh, like to refer to their anime wives. Oh, uh, Misty is my waifu. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> uh, First World Tragedy by Sunrise Skater Kids. <laughs> Two Warped for Da Remix like by that. Swag Chode. There's your there's your Attila <laughs> one right there. That's your yeah Attila uh, and a Suck My Four Hundred One K by Amidst <laughs> the Graves Demons. <laughs> nice. So each of his uh, six bands gonna be releasing a brand new song. I'm looking forward to this. That brings the total. Uh, that brings the total track number. For uh, beating a dead horse to twenty one, I want to take a look at his new merchandise because he sh- has a shirt with all of them, like they're on tour, and it's oh, called yeah? "Who Booked This Itinerary?" <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to go see some sort of live event or something. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. Next up, this was a new story from a couple of weeks ago, but uh, Victory Records is kind of in a legal fight right now with uh, Spotify, the streaming service. Mm. Well, apparently. Over the weekend, two weeks ago, Spotify pulled every song under uh, Victory Records. Uh, Victory Records, I don't know who's under them right now, but they're responsible for bands like uh, Taking Back Sunday, Hawthorne Heights, Thursday. Haven't most of those uh, bands moved on? Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Day to Remember also. Uh, right. One of the things that Victory is also well known for is uh, not giving money to their artists. Right. And, and threatening uh, to sue them. And threatening to sue them, <laughs> yes, exactly, for questioning right. where their money is. Well, apparently, the same thing is going going on with Spotify because uh, uh, Victory has claimed that Spotify has unpaid royalties to Victory Records. Oh. So Spotify pulled all of their songs. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you can't own me, Spotify. Yeah. So apparently, yeah. So apparently, a uh, some uh, some research has been done by this company, this private company called uh, Aud- Audiam, that Victory has hired to to kind of go through go through all of the analytics. Of uh, Spotify and go s- and see where their money is is, is uh, not coming in apparently, okay. but apparently Spotify owes owes out of the three thousand two hundred forty five songs on Spotify, Spotify owes twenty three thousand dollars to Victory Records. So instead of pull- <laughs> so instead of paying them, Spotify decided to pull every song from Victory Records like, off of you, their streaming service. listening to your songs anyway. <laughs> Oh Let's man, this is twenty three thousand dollars. So as of today, there is no update to this uh, to this story. But that seems I, like such a piddly amount of money for record labels. Twenty three thousand dollars is a lot of money. That might be like fifty percent of their annual income, right? That there. probably is. Yeah, and they had to split that between like twelve bands. Like here you go, a day to remember. Here's sixty three dollars. Thanks for a good year, guys. Processing fee of seventy five percent. Yeah. So. Here's eighteen dollars <laughs> between the six of you. <laughs> and, Enjoy uh, your legions of fans. <laughs> so I'm going to be following up on this because this is going to this is going to get juicy. I can tell. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, really quick, last story in the feed. I, uh, I think this probably means a day to remember will not have a new album out on Victory anytime Ooh. soon. <laughs> it's been 
two years now and no discussion of any albums. Yeah, very true. I was uh, I was expecting they're some going, sort of announcement. They're on tour of Australia with Amity Affliction. They very are soon. with Paris again. A big ass tour. Yeah, a big ass tour with Beartooth and Paris. Oh my god. Oh god, I want to see that. Yes. Oh, why, why aren't we in Australia? It's it's winter there. Oh wait, no, it's almost summer there. It's almost summer there. I know. Summer festival. It's Aust- Aust- Aussie warped. Mm. Like anyway, uh, so just really quick, there's not really much of a news. Well, it's kind of a news story, but it's kind of a congratulations to Miss Taylor Swift on dead ass. <laughs> uh, but that twelve year old ass, yes, that twelve year old ass. Uh, her album, <laughs> <laughs> her album, 1989, was has been officially the fifth album in history in Billboard history to be in the top, the Billboard top ten. In over for over a year. Wow, that's a, quite that a feat, actually. Four others. I want. Do they say who the others are? You, can yes. I guess? Can I guess? Okay, want to guess? Okay. Um, Thriller. Okay. No, no. Thriller's not on there. No, I'll oh. give you. Okay, I'll give you the three more. Three more guesses. Dark Side of the Moon. Nope. Hmm. Those are like the biggest album. Oh, the Eagles' greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or Hotel California. <laughs> No. <laughs> Man, I was way off. Those way are off. like the, the best-selling albums of the 90s. Well. So maybe it was just somebody since, or not the 90s, but of the 1900s. Or the 1900s. <laughs> well, uh, some of these are actually fairly recent. Uh, the oldest album on this list is Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, came I should out have thought in of that. 1977. Everybody owned a copy of Rumors. It That's came in the true. mail with yeah. samples of Tide. <laughs> 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 if you lived Very in the true. suburbs, you were in- issued it. <laughs> also, Falling Into You by Celine Dion. <laughs> I thought Falling in Reverse for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to crack the top ten, but <laughs> Celine Dion, holy shit. Fashionably late, man. It was a great album. <laughs> <laughs> Falling Into You, was that the one with the Titanic song on it? It was 1996. So it was pre-Titanic. I, I actually I, know, yeah. I borrowed that album from oh. my friend's sister, <laughs> Ooh. and I would play video games listening to it. Oh, and because I was like, Celine Dion is a is is a wonderful singer. She is a, a handsome woman, <laughs> handsome woman. And she married her father. I mean, manager. <laughs> <laughs> she sure did. Okay, sorry. Uh, number twenty, uh, uh, twenty one by Adele, the oh, most shit. recent uh, album uh, other than nineteen eighty nine, and finally. I'm going to give you a hint. This album came out in 1984. It's got the name of a country in its title. Europe? <laughs> no. <laughs> Asia. Born, born in the USA oh, by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yes. I was just going to start naming continents. <laughs> <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Antarctica by the Snow Dogs. I was thinking that Europe might have done it. <laughs> it's the final countdown. <laughs> hey, they were made famous by... Hot Rod. Mm. Remember? Had lots of Europe songs in that soundtrack. Yes. It's a great movie. I think they were famous way before that. Cool, 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 <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so congratulations to Taylor Swift. That's got, I mean, regardless of what you think of her music, that's quite an, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. So, good on her. And uh, where, when's that sex tape coming? Let's go on the plate. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, Taylor Swift, baby. It's hard with her 
to not find her attractive because she looks too young. Yet I find Selena Gomez super attractive, even though she she looks twelve. Looks, I'd say a mature thirteen. And a, a mature thirteen. <laughs> yeah, she's a like a a well developed thirteen year old. Yes, with lupus. <laughs> mm. Why wasn't that in the feed? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, so today we're going to be uh, reviewing. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing Hate Me by <laughs> Escape the Fate. This is their sixth, fifth, fifth album. Okay. Fifth Fourth album. With this lead with, singer. Yes. Uh, first with this lineup. Yeah. They, had, they had one EP prior to their first yes. LP. The Simp- There's No Sympathy for the Dead. Yes. Great EP. Actually. Great EP. That was Ronnie Radke at his finest. Mm-hmm. And then they had Dying Is Your Latest Fashion, which yeah, was Ronnie Radke at his most mediocre. Mediocre. And then we had... This War Is Ours? Was that next yes, with Craig Yes, This War Mabbitt? Is Ours. It's the first Craig Mabbitt album. This first mm-hmm. album with uh, Craig Mabbitt, like we said. And, and explain uh, to the good people how Craig Mabbitt ended up in this band, because it's quite the story. Craig Mabbitt used to be in the band Bless the Fall. He they did. had an album together called uh, His Last Walk. If you had to see album. Bless the Fall on Warp Tour this year, you would have been greeted by one Craig Mabbitt. Mm-hmm. Where was Adam and Mike? Not watching Bless the Fall. We were looking around for <laughs> the... Go back to that Warp Tour episode. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, he used to be uh, uh, in that band. Uh, well, about well, 2007-ish, uh, his, uh, his girlfriend or fiancé at the time gave birth to their uh, uh, very first daughter. Ashley, uh, baby. Ashley, baby. <laughs> uh, and uh, he was very he was overseas at the time, I believe, in Australia. And uh, he was getting very homesick, so he decided to leave. He started mm. to borrow some money and uh, go see his uh, family. Mm. Well, the rest of Bless Fall didn't... Uh, <laughs> Didn't didn't feel like uh, that was a good idea to go right. on stage without a lead singer. Right. So they promptly kicked them out. Mm. And you so know how they kicked them out on Windows Messenger. <laughs> awesome. Like you he know just, what's great is getting a lead singer without a child. Yeah. Oh wait, six years later. Damn it, Bo. Uh, anyway, Bo uh, didn't have a kid at the time. Yeah. So uh, back and forth drama ensued. Craig actually asked to rejoin the band. He was promptly denied. Man. That uh, and then Bless Fall went on to get uh, Bo Boken after doing a nationwide search of. Like I, I actually applied to that. Oh my god! Yeah, they, they, <laughs> I had no they idea. Did, they did a thing. They did a thing like, "Hey, we're looking for lead singers. Uh, we want and we want to reach out to you guys." So here's a here's an audio sample of um whatever that first song is, and let and here here's in your last walk. So here we go. Mm, okay. My big plan. Oh, yes. Anyway, so you're supposed to send uh, your audio uh, audition. Wow. To uh, through MySpace. Awesome. And I did that, and I got an email back. <laughs> then they're like, oh, well, thank you for your submission. We'll take a look at it. And then, like, six weeks later, like, yeah, we decided to go with someone else and we'll make an official announcement. <laughs> who, who, who's much more attractive than who's you. Who's much more attractive than, than you. Mike McCullough. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually there in the form email they sent everyone. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> then Mike McCullough. Uh, so uh, Craig, uh, Craig Mabbitt, who was friends with... Uh, Can you imagine that? Then you would have married Lights. You realize that? Oh, shit. I know. Because she would have married whoever was lead singer of Bless the Fall. <laughs> Holy shit. You're right. This podcast would have been a totally different podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. With Bo and Adam. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh uh, so uh, Craig Mabbitt, who was actually, uh, because they, uh, because Bless the Fall and Escape the Fate did a co-headlining tour right before this happened, they were good friends. Craig Mabbitt was good friends with Escape the Fate. Well, Skip the Fate just kicked out uh, Ronnie Radke due to drug, uh, due to being put on probation uh, yes. because of a murder that happened that okay. he was partially responsible for. Partially, and uh, <laughs> so Skip the Fate was out of the singer. So Craig Mabbitt was actually uh, planning to join 
a Skylight Drive, who right. also lost their lead singer. Right. <laughs> he called what he thought was the management number for a Skylight Drive, and he ended up getting the management for Escape the Fate. And he was like, hey, send me the tracks, I yo. I love this story so <laughs> this much. I've heard this story like a 50 times. story, yeah. <laughs> it just never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> so, what could have been? So in the confusion, the Escape the Fate manager was like, Okay, sure. <laughs> and he sent Craig the he sent Craig the instrumentals for whatever songs they were doing, and he sent them back. And he just happened to and he happened to be the new leader. Like, you Escape know, they the sound Fate. like Escape the Fate songs, not Sky the Drive songs. It's I know just, they're going uh, in an interesting direction. They're, they're really uh, copying a lot of Escape the Fate. <laughs> I know <laughs> plagiarism. I'm not going to say anything about it, but plagiarism. Uh, so, so now, yeah, Craig Maybe is the new lead singer, and there's been drama, but I don't want to go into that. Yes, and they uh, released this war is ours. This war is ours in 2007. I, I think. cannot. It had to eight. have been eight, yeah. because 07 was your last walk, his you're last right. walk. Yeah, you're right, yeah. I really can't stand uh, This War Is Ours. It's a terrible album. Yeah. There's like one good song, probably. I think I, Guillotine 2, I think. Oh, yeah. It's can't, pretty good. Can't deny the guillotine. Yeah. Um, Ashley, baby. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's bad. But let's not forget about uh, the self-titled. Self-titled came next. Which is... Which the, the cover parodied Queen. That made a lot of people upset. Yeah. Ugh. It sure did. It was just like, uh, like a kiss pretending to be queen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what and, I was always And thinking. even their music is like, is like modern day glam rock. And it's welcome really to bad. the city of sin. It's like bad. It's the broiest of douche. Yeah, it's it's really bad. I think we're alienating so many listeners who probably think that. I mean, it's 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 great. It's great when you jump into your, you know, raised pickup truck and you put on your trucker hat and your girlfriend just bleached her hair and put mm-hmm. on a tank top and her fake boobs are oh, looking man, so great. Oh man, soundtrack of my life. You're you're in you're in for a ride. <laughs> I believe the uh self-titled uh album is their first on uh 11/7 Records. Oh, I haven't followed which which label. Okay, so I think which. that was their first major label album. Okay. So the one after that, I would have to say if I were to pick a favorite would be my uh, would be ungrateful. Yes, from 2013. definitely my favorite. Yeah. Which it was still a fifty fifty album. I yeah, gave it a six out of thirteen. I think it was. Yeah, it's 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 an all right album. The title track is actually oh great. God. Just don't watch the music video. Yeah. We were lucky enough to be walking by the Escape the Fate set. Yeah. when they were playing Ungrateful. Yeah, and Mike and I got to hear it a little. It's like, bit. ooh, this sounds but, great. Life. And I was like, you sound great, Craig, because <laughs> we had just seen him on the Dead Rabbits. That's set right. Back we in did. November of last yeah. year, a year ago now. And uh, I had a great time, and I enjoyed the Dead Rabbits quite a bit. Yes, you are much more of a fan of Dead Rabbits than you are of Escape the Fate. I'm not so much a fan of Escape the Fate. I mean, I'm intrigued enough by their music because, like I said, they are glam rock, and they are kind of different than the other scene bands surrounding them. Uh, So, I mean, this album is no different. This is their fifth album now, Hate Me. Let's not forget that they went on tour with Falling in Reverse. They the did. Bury the Hatchet the Tour. Bury the Hatchet Tour. It was great. Now they're friends again. I was the 17-minute the video of <laughs> Craig and Ronnie Radke playing pool. Yeah, man. So we're like, <laughs> I don't know, man. So it's just I sometimes just, kids just like to like spread rumors and shit. And then <laughs> I just remember being like, whoa, Ronnie's going to jail. What does that mean? <laughs> it means he's going to jail, Craig. What's it means he committed a crime. What's going to happen to the tour, though? <laughs> and then I woke up one day and I was like, Let's just let leave the past in the past. Yeah, man. It's got it's got dip, bro. I'm my fucking fade life. Uh, right. <laughs> anyway, so this is uh, hate me. No, no, they're great people. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine gentlemen. Uh, so let's go with uh, the first track of this album called "Just a Memory." They released is... a music video for the song not too long ago. Was it just playing in a landfill? I think it's starting. I hope so. It's coming. 
There it there is. There we go. So, uh, yeah, just a memory. And this song is about the guitarist, Monty Money, who just left the band. Yes. That was what I meant to say was, I believe all the founding members are gone. Yes. Except for Tony Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Monty Money and his brother, I don't know, John. Michael Money. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Money. <laughs> Maynard Money. Eddie Money? <laughs> Eddie Money. He's like the black sheep of the family. We don't talk about Eddie. Anyway, I, I like this song. The song is good. <laughs> this is a good song. Great opener. I feel like they have, to, like they did such a great job with Ungrateful, the track. Yeah, and that was also the, the opening track to the album as well. Good gang vocals there. I love Craig Mabbitt. He's singing a ability. great screamer. I know. His singing is adequate. Man, I feel like it's gotten better since the first Bless the Fall album. Yes. but um, A lot less whiny, but I think he's also getting fatter. And sometimes the fat helps with the vocals. It helps with the, helps with the bellowing a little bit, you know? <laughs> this is a good chorus. Very even though it's very, voice. even though the lyrics are very petty and I was going to say that's a, that's a, a theme throughout the album, but I feel like that's been a theme of most Escape the Fate songs. Is the true. lyrics have never been the standout. No, and it's just about you know I'm mad at you and I'm angry. And, and I'm gonna yell and scream. And why did you hurt my feelings, <laughs> you a hole? Once, but you know, once in a while we get a nice gem. Uh, just a memory is one of those times we got a good we got a good uh, track out of that. I'm always feeling. Like, bless the fall. No, sorry. Bullet for my Valentine kind of started that. Yeah. And a lot of bands kind of followed that. Uh huh. But, you know, that's just, just my opinion. Yeah, that's true. You better keep your distance from me. You can hear in the production that was done in two takes. <laughs> well, you, you know. better take your cut distance from me. <laughs> hear it. Hear it. Yeah, the inflections are okay. very, very evident. That's okay. But then. when you have plenty of time to record, when you have an entire week to record one track, <laughs> you can do several different takes of vocals. Thank you, Eleven Seven Music. Right. So I enjoyed this track. This is a good track. Good throughout. It's, it's, it's not mind blowing, but it's a pretty Correct. good track at least. How about we go to uh, track two? Live for today, not for tomorrow. Or live for today. Live for today. So like you listen to the band live, just, just for today. today. Yeah. I'm having a live day. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say right off the top, the song sucks. I can't even remember it right now. <laughs> That's because it sucks. Oh. You notice there, there is the ongoing theme with this band musically as well, even though there's different people. Yes. Um, the su- this, these tracks would sound great at a strip club. Oh, you're right. Can you imagine like a hot Ashley Costello type? Going around a pole. Sorry, I'm in a Halloween. <laughs> so, <laughs> good point. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this this guitar riff is very generic. It's very Hollywood. Neck. Wow, this is a bad song. <laughs> it's it's so droll. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it, it it needs more dancing girls. I think. I yeah. Now that you said that, like I'm just imagining. Skanky stripper set you, types. Like, you haven't been to strip clubs as much as me. I haven't been one to one period. Right. This is a bad chorus. It's it's a it's poor. Today. <laughs> I I totally had a vision of them being on a tour bus. Yeah. Writing this song in like three minutes. 
Yeah. The song is four minutes forty one seconds, and it took him three minutes to write. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the verse much better. I like the chugga chugga chugga. Oh, you like that riff? And I, I don't think like that the, riff at the, all. the vision of the girl dancing on a pole for it works. But then, like, it, it would totally be killed with that with that chorus. <laughs> this chorus is bad. <laughs> it's kind of like, find my way, nothing left to say, find my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, this is lazy writing. This is lazy musicianship, too. It's just the laziest. <laughs> Should we move forward? Let's do it. I can't okay. stand this song anymore. Remember Every Scar is track three. Is this a ballad? No, there's one ballad on here. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, towards the later fat, uh, the later end. If you listen to this song from, uh, listen to the album from like front to back, this already feels like the end of the album. Like, I'm already so tired of this album already. <laughs> now, you just mentioned for the last track, the verse is a lot better than the chorus. Yes. I really like the verse in this. And this is a good guitar riff. This one is written for their fans. Yes. Because their fans sometimes are, are not emotionally stable. Nope. <laughs> and they're a little cliched with, like, yeah, yeah, you know, when things, you're like, you drink it from the bottom shelf, man. That's where the, that's where the cheap liquor is. Yeah, man. You know, I didn't get my allowance this week, bro. <laughs> I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford the, couldn't afford the absolute. So I had to stick with the Thunderbird on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this chorus. This chorus is really bad. But the riff, the the riff and the verse is really good. Though. See, I have the, the flip side. I, I don't care for the riff. Oh, really? One, but I like the okay. riff on the last one. <laughs> okay, we're very divided on this. this, I, this know. I feel like I, this is the album to break up our friendship. <laughs> damn you! Damn you! Craig. Damn you, Mabbit! <laughs> we go back and forth on Dead Rabbits all the time too. We do. Yes. Yeah. But to be fair, I do like the Dead Rabbits. Miles ahead of I like uh, you know Escape the Fate. This their new album is being written now. Yeah, it is. Let's get out of this track. This is track four, Breaking Me Down. Hmm. Little uh, the pacing falling. No. Yeah, a little bit. They're kind of. Oh yeah. Oh, what happened, dude? Oh, then you were weak. And then your muscles died due to atrophy. <laughs> One that could do no wrong. Is this, is this about his dad? This is about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> so this is about his dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, this chorus, I feel like they stole it from a Dead Rabbit song. Doesn't it sound like a Dead Rabbits chorus? It doesn't sound like an Escape the Fate chorus. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's a, a little bit more power ballady on this album. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling this song very much mm-hmm. either. So yeah, still not feeling it. So, four tracks in, you like one song. Like I like like one song and like part of another. Yeah, <laughs> like the verse of track two. <laughs> Down. Oh. Um. Yeah, poor, really, really poor chorus. The musicians in Escape the Fate have never been, like, that good. Did they do a nationwide search for guitarists? <laughs> Which I applied for. 
me being not a very good guitarist, right. I feel like I could have gotten that job very easily. You never know what Canadian <laughs> pop star you could be marrying. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I could have married Lights. Wow, I never realized it that. Totally would have happened. Uh, you realize exactly that. would have happened. Yeah. I think you should let her know that when you see her. Okay, I'm going to see her in December. By the way, guys. I know. I think you should let her know. Like, hey, I applied for Hoboken's job. Yeah, I could have been your husband. I applied for. <laughs> let me put a baby in you for for the lights's husband job as well. <laughs> by the way, while you were in your while you were in your dressing room, I got you pregnant. Enjoy that. <laughs> Let's go to uh, track five, Alive. There's nothing left to say about that song. Ooh, upbeat now. A little bit with the, with the chugging. This is so Hollywood. This is so Hollywood rock. Very glam metal. All right, everybody, let's go to welcome to the stage and Stage, <laughs> don't, forget to check, check, don't forget to check out the nacho bar. <laughs> this is such a radio single. Do you think it played on the radio? Does anybody listen to the radio I anymore? No. I don't know. Yeah, who's who's? Well, they're on a major label, so they got to be. They have to have airtime somewhere. Are they on Epitaph? No, they're on eleven uh, seven. Is that considered? No, that's a it's a major label. Wow. It was seven eleven. I don't understand. <laughs> that's like where Five Finger Death punches and oh. and uh, what's that other back Buck Cherry? <laughs> <laughs> Those mu- musical gold. <laughs> right. Where was I recently? I saw a middle aged man wearing a Buck Cherry. Oh shirt. my! <laughs> I'm with it with the children. <laughs> I just like rolled my eyes when I saw it. <laughs> Seriously, come on. So what did you think about this song? Not feeling it. Not even the chorus? Mm-hmm. The chorus is okay. It's, it's, very... it's, got, it's got that metal cliche of worlds collide. Yeah. That, 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 that line's been used too many times. <laughs> this whole album is full of cliches. Oh, man. And I feel like Craig Mabbitt has to like get into character before he yeah. starts writing for this Thank you. at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. Before he joined this band, he just dressed like a average like emo kid right right he just had like an emo haircut and he had like you know tight shirt and skinny right. jeans and shit and then he joined his band nothing but leather and 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 studs because apparently the fans deserve that what they, they deserve a certain level of something from this yeah band? Th- this is this is a character they're band. not avenge sevenfold that I they want to be avenge sevenfold and next stop columbia records oh yeah definitely <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they got a th- this whole band is like a. I mean, they do play glam, me- they do play like glam metal. So I mean, it makes sense that they have to kind of dress the part. I guess but, so. Ugh. It's so forced, though. It's so forced and cliche, and, and it's Which, it, the phoniness comes through. And I think that's like, I think that's what holds me back from like really enjoying their music. Where with the Dead Rabbits, I can enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, the Dead Rabbits. This is. Craig normal. Sometimes he'll he'll write some cheesy lines here yeah. and there, but he wrote cheesy lines in Bust the Fall too. He was not a great writer. True. Yeah, True. so but he's but he's adequate enough and I know and I'm familiar enough with his work. Oh even in uh, uh The Word Alive. I forgot he used to be in that oh, band yeah. too. There was that EP. There's just a she's just a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the whole song. Is <laughs> oh crap, we sang through the whole song. Okay, so uh, this get is up, a, get out. Get up, get up, get out. Mm. 
ladies, welcome to the stage, <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> oh, she's passed out. All right, we're going to welcome to the stage, Violet. All right, Get Sasha wishes. off the stage, maybe call the emergency room. <laughs> oh, she's choking on her own vomit. Someone turn her to her side. All right. <laughs> no, as much as I really wanted to hate this song... This song's all right. I like this song. This song's pretty good. Yeah. Like, this is a song, like, I would... It's so cliched. Yeah, this is a song I hear on, like, X1039, the Inland Empire's best. Uh, (laughs) That, uh, I would would hear this on the radio and be like, oh, this this song's pretty good. Mm -hmm. This song's not bad. I'd I'd find out who was singing this song. Craig Nabbit. Yeah. Get to the chorus, because the chorus is... The chorus is, like, it walks that line between bad and good. This sounds exactly like a Stone Temple Pilots song. <laughs> when have they done whoa, 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 whoa's? Never. <laughs> this is Get up, get up now, get up, get up now. Whoa. That's a good chorus. Damn it, that's a good chorus. Damn you, Mabbit. You Why got did us. you make us? You hooked us back in here, here on track six. I know. Five <laughs> songs later. You got us back. So sad. So sad. Yeah, this, is not, this, this song's not bad. Yeah, it's two, two out of six. This reminds me of a fun STP song from the mid to early 90s. Yeah, this is very, like, post-grunge. And it's very, like, uh, it's got that it's got, it's got got that still glam f- uh, flavor to it because of the guitar licks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good song. You can tell One they worked course. on this song. This wasn't a song that they wrote in two minutes on a tour bus. <laughs> get up, get up now, get up, get up there it is. now. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a good chorus. So that's, that's, that's the Escape the Fate fan. Yeah. Doing all of those crazy things. And, With cigarette ashes. And having cocaine crashes. Yeah. And burnt out mattress. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Because says. of cigarette ashes. Because oh. <laughs> bridge is The bridge is very... It's, this is like... Bad. Yeah. <laughs> ground Oh man, I, I would I would mosh to this. Dude. I would mosh to this. <laughs> I, would, I would too. Jumping around, yeah. Yeah, go, yeah. Craig. <laughs> Craig, you rule. All right, let's go to a right, track, track seven. seven. The title track, "Hate Me." This one always reminds me of Blue October. Mm-hmm. Hate me today. Mm-hmm. Hate me tomorrow. So this is the um, arrogant song. Mm. This is the man. This is this is this, this is a man. The whole world doesn't get me, man. They're just haters. Exactly what the escape the fan. <laughs> escape the fan. Yeah. yeah, that's what they are. They They're are always getting hated. On. They're so hated. And look at us. <laughs> that's that's we're just drinking the haterade. This is a bad, bad verse. This sounds like a. Johnny from our band. Verse. Well, he was a big fan of like this this kind know. of music. You know, he wanted us to sound like them. He wanted us to be Escape and the Mike, Fate. Mike lost his shit when Johnny said we should sound like Escape the Fate. I was, I was a little upset. <laughs> we just write music that we want to write. Stop emulating other bands, Johnny. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> He's dead now. Yes. Oh, this is a really bad chorus. 
This is like a cringeworthy song. This is the one that the stripper plays for her dad when he comes to the strip club. Yeah, I hate you, Dad. Look at my boobies now. You paid for these, Dad. It's supposed to be my tuition payment. Oh, this is just a bad song from start to finish, man. There's nothing redeeming about the song. Better than the tracks two through five. Oh, I think it's I think it's right on par with those songs. I think it's a little. I think it's a lot worse because it's like the lyrics are so cringeworthy. Like this is the first time I cringe to the whole record. Which is surprising because that's all the way to track seven. Usually aren't that cringeworthy. Not that bad. This is a bad one though. Hate me cause I live this way. Mm-hmm. Mm. I say. Well, stop being an asshole, and I wouldn't hate you for the things you say. Exactly, Craig. It's not his fault. It's not his fault that we're insane. Yeah. Once the tables have turned, then we're going to be the crazy ones, Adam. Yeah. And then we'll finally get it. Yes. <laughs> Can we please go to track eight? Yes. Les enfants terribles. Which is French for the terrible children, the terrible elephants. Do you? Would you like to hear a story about this song? I would. Okay. So back in 1998, oh, wow. back on the PlayStation One. Okay. There was Craig a. Abbott was like three. He was like three years old. <laughs> Actually, he's like a year younger than I am. Okay. Uh, but uh, there's a little song that ca- I mean, there's a little game came out uh, on the PlayStation One called Metal Gear Solid, uh-huh. and uh, the opening uh, credits to that song had the kind of like a little operatic. Uh, a little operatic stuff that was at the beginning of this. So, and one of the major storylines in that game was the Les Enfants Terribles project, mm. which is the attempt to clone the greatest soldier who ever lived, Big Boss, oh. which is where that t- song title comes from. Awesome. This is a great song, by the way. I was going to say, did that tie in with the song much? Oh, uh, he mentions that we are the terrible children. Sometimes playing this. Metal Gear Solid in our bedrooms. <laughs> playing Metal Gear Solid at ni- at uh, <laughs> in 1998. Yeah. Right. I should be doing my homework when I'm playing this video game and it rules. <laughs> yeah, but he mentions like we are the terrible Shut children of something like that. Something don't or something. Me, you don't know what I'm playing now. <laughs> but thanks for the game because I can't afford it myself. Because <laughs> I'm 12. This was great and I love my PlayStation. <laughs> I love my mom and I love my dad. Uh, this song reminds me of uh, Ungrateful their last, mm-hmm. their last album. I like this song a lot. This too. is a good song. It's not so catchy. But still, uh, it's a well-written song. The the instrumentation is great too. I believe this is a single as well. Hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. It sounds like a blessed fall song. Pre or post note? Like first Bo Boken album. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the Dead Rabbits album. I oh, know. Just like Craig should have been on the first of the Word Alive album. Yes. That would have been great to get mm-hmm. a full-length album with him. Definitely. Because I feel like all those songs were the next plus to fall. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> uh, you can tell, like, he's not... Even, I, I always had a sinking suspicion that Craig Mabbitt is not a fan of Escape the Fate. <laughs> <laughs> I always do as well. I'm like, yeah. He doesn't seem to want to be there. He doesn't put... In the effort yeah. in this, like you can tell with all the lazy writing, he, he, and even on social media, he's a lot more excited to, to pump right. his like, like dead rabbits. Or uh, back I, when he was on a, a, the word alive, he pumped that like back or his like crazy. 
because I don't I don't like Escape the Fate on Facebook. No, so I don't see any of their posts. But sure. I see all the Dead Rabbit stuff. And yeah, he sure is ready to make the heaviest album we've ever made. Yes, he's mentioned that many times, <laughs> so <right>? many times. <laughs> yeah, and it's just and even in the music too. Like, I'm not a I'm not a fan of like everything that the Dead Rabbits have done, but you can tell there's a lot of passion in right. it at least. You don't hear any passion in any Escape the well, almost any Escape the Fate song, and this sounds like a Dead Rabbit song. <laughs> To be honest. And I'm a fan of most of the Dead Rabbits. Yes. And I even put in the comments that I felt, I wrote down that Black Cloud was yeah. my number 12 song of 2014. Exactly. And I think Craig Mappet probably noticed that. He he, no, he took note of that. Now he has your address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we thought to oh the uh, whole song. He's watching me through my phone right now as I masturbate. <laughs> this is track nine, I Won't Break. The world's going to break me down, man, but I, I ain't going to break There goes my water after a bug flew in. Oh, nice. <laughs> the world's a motherfucking battleground. It always is, man. Haters be hating. Since, uh, what's his name? Ronnie Radke decidedly ended the guillotine chapter. Right? So we're not oh. allowed to talk about battlegrounds anymore. This, That's right. This, this, this probably won- they probably wanted this to be the next guillotine track. Well, and Ronnie went with final chapter. But final you know that chapter. they had to have talked about that ahead of time. Yeah. Because they buried the hatchet. They buried the hatchet. <laughs> you think that they also shared cell phone numbers with each other? <laughs> Probably. Like, and songwriting okay, ideas. Is it cool if I do, since I started the guillotine, that I do the final guillotine? This is a really Woo-hoo! bad chorus. I will break. Oh. Break. Break. <laughs> break. <laughs> I won't break. <laughs> This is such a bad, lazy song. Oh. How many how many times did you laugh out loud listening to this album? I really tried to to, to not... I tried to take it seriously. I tried to take it as seriously as possible, but it's I, I could It's no fashionably late. It's not fashionably late. No, I give it that. There's no... There's no... Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.I. Sorry. You know? <laughs> why do good girls like... Oh, Jesus Christ. And why do you sound like Bon Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's nothing to say about this, this song. This is called "I Won't Break." Yeah, there's nothing to say about this song. This song is bad. Bad song is bad. You'll never win this game, Mike. Nope. Let's go to track ten, final track in the standard edition of this album, because there is no way I'm getting the special edition. Uh, Let me be. What the fuck is up with this? Song? One of the worst songs <laughs> I've heard this year. I'm not speaking in hyperbole. This is just a really bad song. Now this one made me laugh many times. Good. <laughs> I gotta say that. <laughs> what were they going for with this? Again, Greg Mabbitt trying to break out of his character. You think so? Yes. And all of the, the, the backwards speak. There's a lot, so much Yoda speak <laughs> yes, in this right. song. There is. Okay, not there. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. He's saying, let me be your one and only, but he's saying, you're only. <laughs> you're one and only. Let me be, let me be. Yes. It's all backwards. He, he, he just got finished watching Attack of the Clones, <laughs> the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, what did you think of uh, Hate Me by uh, Escape the Fate? It's not the best. No. I don't know if this, if this, this track might actually kill this band. Oh. Do you feel like the, I felt like this band is 
saying goodbye with this album. I don't. I really, I really don't know why. At least fans. Craig needs to say goodbye. I feel like Craig needs to move on. Tony, Tony can keep it going. He's probably got nothing else going on. He's the only member. He can, he can do a solo drum album right. and call that Escape the Fate if he wants. So there's, there's no reason for this band to really kind of continue on at this point. Yeah, and I, and like and like we mentioned in the review, like I really feel like Craig's not feeling it. I feel like he's phoning it in. I feel like he's playing a, he's playing a acting role, and he's, uh, it's, it's bullshit. I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like he needs to move on. I think he needs to play music that he wants to write. Uh, and I feel like he just suddenly signed a contract to join this band because he just needed to be in a band when, he, right. when Blessed of All kicked him out. And now he's kind of stuck. Who knows? The, it's the bass player from Escape the Fate who is also the bass player of Dead Rabbits. Currently, T- yes. TJ Bell. TJ Bell, yes. So The former bass player of Escape the Fate, yeah. Max Green, briefly joined... Uh, falling in reverse before quitting that band again, and now he has his own band. Right. Max Green is also a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> and TJ Bell is the Jack Sparrow lookalike. Yes, he is the uh, Johnny Depp one. Yes. Like Fat Johnny Depp. Yes. <laughs> Fat Johnny Depp the pirate. So, not that the Dead Rabbits really seem to be enjoying their set at the Glass House back in November. Yeah, what was up with that, um, too? But I still feel like there's so much more passion remaining yes in that band mm-hmm. and I think if Craig keeps doing the Dead Rabbits Escape the Fate is going is going to say goodbye sometime in the near future yeah I really feel like that this band needs to hang it up I don't even think that there's that big of an audience to this band there was a lot of people in that crowd yeah you're right I think those are more Craig fans though I guess that's possible yeah who knows and they'll follow him probably wherever right yeah I don't know if, are there people who seriously hate the dead rabbits who only like escape the fate i mean <laughs> anti-dead rabbits fans <laughs> right <laughs> this isn't real this isn't real craig mabbit uh uh so what was your uh overall score for this i had initially given it a six but on re-listen whoa i'm not really sure where i stand Somewhere oh my goodness three range i think hmm. um i'm definitely right there there's only three songs and yeah one two yeah one two three songs i like in this album Oh, it's such a lazy album too. It's phoned in. It's phoned in by almost everyone in the band. Even the production seems like really. Ugh. Do you think that this is their final album of their contract with Seven Eleven Records <laughs> or whatever it's called? <laughs> then they're gonna get signed to Quickie Mart Records. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know. Circle I, K. I don't know what the no, out- K Circle. <laughs> K Circle. I don't know what the uh, contract uh, contractual obligations are, but I really hope this band either completely reinvents themselves or Craig moves on to go to do something else it's all matters what Tony wants to do oh, man, like what, Tony is, is, what is, does Tony want nobody asks Tony what Tony <laughs> wants all I know is that he he walked away from our friend Brendan without signing an autograph oh. Brendan said I see how it is Tony <laughs> and Tony looked at him and then walked away oh a la you see. 19, or 2008 <laughs> and it's precisely for that reason that I give hate me by Escape the Fate, a D plus. A D plus. Mm-hmm. There are some average. redeeming qualities to this album, but it's lazy, it's phoned in, it's not good. You can tell nobody wants to be there. You can tell this is like, you can tell this was eleven seven workers like, hey, Escape the Fate, go 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 make us a hit. Like, uh, sure. Can we have money now? Was ungrateful a hit? I don't know. <laughs> Keep keep trying to make us hits. <laughs> keep trying. We'll keep giving you chances. 
<laughs> I don't know why you're not on S- X1039, the Inland Empire's best. I mean, have, have any of their albums really charted well? Ooh, that's a good question. Should we, should we take a look at Let's take a look at that. <laughs> da, da, da. Adam, play me out. With some hate me today? Yeah, do that. Uh, let's see. Let's go to our good friend, Wikipedia. So, no, I don't want their tour dates. <laughs> That's what I want. All right. Escape the Fate, Wikipedia. From Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> let's see. Discography. Uh-huh. Post-hardcore. Well, there ah, you go. Here we go. Okay, so. Look at that picture of Craig Mabbitt. Holy shit. You get fat? No. He looks like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that is quite the mustache. Anyway, so okay. Back in 2006, Dying is Your Latest Fashion Yes. did not chart. Did not chart. It made 19 on the U.S. indie charts. Uh, Yet this it's still considered, like, the breakout performance, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. This War is Ours. Peaked at 35 on okay. the top uh, on the U.S. charts. It's a good jump for them. Good jump. Escape the Fate uh, peaked at 25. Ooh. Uh, Ungrateful peaked at 27. Oh, so they downwards. are well down. They, they are well past their peak. Everybody knew that the self-titled was not a good. So album. we'll probably get the Hate Me charting next Sunday. Probably in the 30s, maybe 40s. You think? That's that's fair. Man. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna. Unless call. people were like that invigorated by Ungrateful, and they're just like, "Yes, this band is working for me," and let's yeah. get back up to 25. I'm gonna call it at 45. 45. Yeah. Wow. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna be optimistic and mm-hmm. say that Ungrateful reignited the fan base. Sure. And they're gonna jump up to 26. 26. <laughs> All right. Nice medium. That's nice, safe medium. All right. Good. Uh, so, uh, what did you guys think of uh, Escape the Fates? Hate me, or what did you think of our review? Go check us out on Facebook.com/slash Skinny with Mike and Adam. Go check out Escape the Fate at sca- uh, Facebook.com/slash Escape the Fate. Uh, you can check out their album as well and let us know what you thought of it. Don't take our word for it. We're we're just two know nothing assholes. Hey, we know a lot. We know a lot, <laughs> especially like just hurt. We have impeccable music taste. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, uh, sounding off really quick, I am going to just quickly give my thoughts on the pilot episode of Supergirl on CBS. Guess who watched it? Your wife watched it? I watched it. You watched it? I watched Supergirl. So, let us know, let me know what your thoughts were about Supergirl on CBS. So, her older sister? Melissa Benoist? No, the older sister. Oh, on the show? Yes. Okay. Um, she, she looked very familiar to me. Okay. In the sense that I was like, oh... Did this actress make a jump into legitimate theater? Uh huh. <laughs> so I said, I need to go Wikipedia this person. <laughs> okay. So I did, and it turns out that she is the original parody of Glasses and Ponytail. What? Because she played Janie in not another teen movie. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's and incredible. Now she's older and hotter and looks like Nikki Rhodes. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's very pretty, by the way. Yeah, she's very pretty. 32, man. Yeah. 32. So uh, Melissa Benoist or Benoit uh, or Benoist. I, I don't know what her actual last name is. Does it matter? Pronounced. Let's just call her Melissa the she Hot. She is so hot. Melissa the Super Hot. And if you see, there's a uh, show on Showtime. I think it's Masters of Sex. 
Uh, she was on that show. Get to see her tits. She's got yes. nice tits. Super masters of super tits. masters of sex. I'm sure they look like normal tits. They're great tits. But, you know, yeah. I'd rather like to see them. In and, my uh, and 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 the scene where she's like topless, she's talking to another chick. The chick goes over there and like lightly brushes her mound like with her finger. And it's like oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be Ooh, nice and bottom. All right. Anyway, back to Supergirl. The trailer did not give me any fucking confidence. The trailer I thought was a joke. I thought it was like yes. a, I thought they were parodying like like I'm a sassy woman in the <laughs> big city. Uh oh, I have superpowers. Uh oh, Marilyn, <laughs> uh, Meryl Streep is my boss. Meryl Streep in Supergirl <laughs> on CBS. PG thirteen. PG TV PG. But uh, I was actually, although I did have my problems with it, it's actually not bad of a pilot. I'm gonna give it another couple uh, watches. Or you know, every Monday on CBS, uh, and I'm gonna—I uh, don't have cable. <laughs> I watch it online uh, but, uh, on CBS.com. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the pilot's not bad. I mean, what did you think of it? I learned more about Superman than I ever knew by watching mm. that one pilot. Yeah, I was like, oh, was the first five minutes of the mo- of the show. It's not an S on his chest; it's an L. <laughs> Get it? I know it now. <laughs> but if you watch Man of Steel, it's not an S on my planet. It means hope. Well, on this planet, it means an S, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I thought it was stupid that the baby who was supposed to be Clark Kent had yeah. had, had a, oh that little spit little curl, curl in his hair. <laughs> um, little baby Kalel, and she's supposed to be older than him, even though yes. he was here two dozen years ago, as they put it. Well, time stopped for her because she got stopped in the Phantom Zone. Well, yeah, that's what happened. As as, as <laughs> just like in real life, just like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, in the comics, Supergirl is actually a lot more powerful than Superman, but she just hasn't reached her potential yet. Puberty, puberty. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my dogs! Anyway, oh yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna give it another couple watches. Uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised with. It. I was expecting to hate it because the trailers are fucking awful. Um, I mean, uh, I I I was really looking forward to Gotham because the trailers all look good, and that show is terrible. <laughs> I thought you were. Enjoying it more so. Oh but no! Is it that bad? Oh, it's so bad, dude. Okay, I, I've 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 completely dropped it. I'm sure that some there were some great episodes recently, or they did something with the Joker, which I don't know doesn't make any sense to me because there's no Batman. What? <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna keep watching Supergirl. I'm lost. Even if Clovis Flock Clovista Flockhearts in it. Yeah, she used to uh, be married to. Oh, she's still married to Harrison Ford, isn't she? She looks weird now. Yeah, she used to be super hot. Now she's like hot, but. Still way too skinny hot. She's like uh weird collagen. She's like office hot. Plants. Well, yeah, that's my favorite kind of hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, man. So. It's hard to take her seriously now. Two. With those lips. Four. I don't know six, what's going on with the Tupac girl. <laughs> you have My husband nine. crashed a plane <laughs> into a golf course. <laughs> yeah, I know you're about to girl. That's why I'm going to bang a girl. <laughs> you have nine albums. Nine? Which, yes, nine. I think you're mistaken, my friend. No. Two, four, six, eight, nine. Some of them are short. I'm going to name them. Okay, we're going to go with these rapid fire. Just, just go. Because next week we're going to go see The Wonder Years yes. and a, a Motion City soundtrack yes. and Santa Ana at the Observatory. Yes. So a lot of these you're going to be, because uh, State Champs and You Blew It are going to be uh, the supporting bands. So Correct. The Finer Things and Around the World and Back by State Champs. What do you think? Um, both are good. Okay. <laughs> Grow up, dude, and keep doing what you're doing by You Blew It. Grow up, dude, is awful. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's hoping. so super duper lo-fi yeah. that it's like, okay, 
I like that they're doing something different. Yeah. But there's not really any good songs. Nope. There's like three songs that are listenable. Yeah. But that's about all I can manage. Okay. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing was better, but still nothing like really out of the park. So it's a good thing that they're opening first. <laughs> right. I think I gave that one a six. Yeah. Out of twelve or ten. Okay. Maybe maybe ten. That's not terrible. Uh, maybe eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Uh, they had some better songs on it. And actually, I've been listening to Twenty One Pilots as well. Okay. Holy crap! <laughs> what an interesting band. They're weird. They are weird, but I I really I really like, like that. Hate like sometimes don't like, but then love. I don't know. I'm all over the place. So with the this last one. couple of weeks, you've been listening to Regional at Best and Vessel, right? Which are almost the same album. Almost yes, because Regional at Best is not that great. Okay, I did give it an eight out of fourteen. Okay. Then really they long took albums that way too. Yeah, they're all that's like over an hour, but they took six of those eight good songs and transferred them over to Vessel. Yes, they did, and kind of re-recorded them, and they're slightly different. Yeah, so that really helped out Vessel. So I think they because, were signed at that point. Well, I they, think, they was they, it regional at best self-released. Yes, and yeah. then they got signed to Fueled by Ramen. Yes, where they, Pete Wentz's label exactly, and I don't know why they chose to carry six songs over. But they were some of their best songs that went on to be some of their most popular songs. Uh, I think I think those songs just didn't get exposure because they were self-released. Yeah, perhaps. So like Guns for Hands and Guns for Hands and, is a great song. And Car Radio is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And Ode to Sleep and like Trees and Forest and all all these great songs. Yeah. Like, but still Vessel. I, what did I give it? Man, I remembered all of these when I was originally listening to them. I think Vessel I gave an eight out of twelve. Okay, cool. That's a good that's a good score. It's it's fair. It's fair. Not as good as the first album. Oh yeah. The so the the self titled. Mm-hmm. I really like that one a lot more. I like Migraine. Mm-hmm. House of Gold. I like um, House of Gold a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an eight out of twelve for Vessel. Okay, cool. So Very yeah, that was that was difficult to get through. This band is a pleasant surprise. I don't like that they have incorporated a lot more rap. Okay. The rap worked really well on the self-titled. Yeah. It started to get more annoying, I feel, <laughs> Okay. on regional and vessel. Maybe perhaps because you're just like absorbing them all at once, you know? Perhaps. It's just a lot mm. of Eminem slash killers slash. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not like ghetto rapping. They're more well, like, yeah. you know. Freestyle, more suburban white boy, suburban rapping. white white boy rapping, yeah, like not, like not even Eminem style, like Macklemore, Macklemore. There you go. Yeah, that's probably why they got so popular. Yeah, thank you, Macklemore. I like driving Making. down the street and going to McDonald's for a McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> white boy problems. All right, next up, uh, now you checked out the last two albums from uh, uh, Being as an Ocean, How We Both Wondrously Perish, so and this one, the self-titled album for this year. Yes, both albums were fair. Okay. Both albums started out really good, okay, and then were poor towards the end, okay. Especially how wondrously we both perish. I feel like that album more than Dear Good was uh, really heavy-handed on the uh, Christian themes. Hmm. I'm sensing too many Christian themes from the self-titled album. You think so? At this point, the self-titled album, I think, was a little bit more tapered off. To be honest, there, uh, the first song has like a lot of uh, Christian themes in it, but yeah. I think I feel like a lot of it was tapered off. It was that St. Peter's song really is. Yeah, St. Peter's is definitely not good. Yeah. 
We walked in cold from the outdoors. There was a man there, his face beaming like a boy. Salt and pepper. <laughs> oh, God, he knows me by name. Lost in my thoughts again. <laughs> I never know what to say. But what's weird is that 21 Pilots sounds more like Canadian softball <laughs> than being as an ocean does. They kind of do. There's so much more emo-ness yeah. to 21 Pilots and how depressed he is and yeah. how sad he is all the time. And like, I don't like that people can judge me. Where being as an ocean is just like, <laughs> I'm so confident because of my Jesusness. Yes. Thank so, you, Jesus. And Canadian softball is the much best more band emo. ever. <laughs> the greatest band ever. So I felt the same way about the, 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 the self-titled. Okay. Both had really good songs at the beginning. But both equally got a five. Okay, cool. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Like the the quality dips, starting to sound more like the Amity Affliction though. Hmm. Did and you feel gotten that? a little bit heavier? They're going on tour with them in all of November through Europe. That's interesting. And like with them, Cruel Hand. Are they they're indoctrinating Europe. They are. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I thought because I was listening to it's it, the just Crusades saying, all over again. There's so so many more uh, clean vocals, and I really am not digging the clean vocals on this band. Do you like? The spoken much. word thing a lot more? I prefer the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> the spoken word is a nice break. Sure. But um yeah, I, I don't care for the, the the melodies. Okay. Which is weird for me. Usually yeah. I do. Jared Jared Alonji really likes his band, by the way. Oh. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh finally <laughs> One you, more reason for him to hate me. <laughs> well finally you checked out uh Black Lines, which is the new album by Mayday Parade Mayday from just Parade. a couple months ago. How about this album, huh? This coming, album's pretty good. Coming off of Monsters in the Closet, which was subpar. Yeah. Wait, no, overpar, because that means bad. Yes. Subpar <laughs> is a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Black Lines. This, this album's pretty good. I think this was a big shift in a good direction for yeah. this band. I know they. I agree. I don't think they got anybody new. This is another band that's had the same lineup ever since they got rid of Jason Lancaster. He's or the, did he leave? What? Or did he leave? I'm sure he wanted to go write his own songs yeah, and not true. share them with Derek Sanders. That's yeah, true. Even though their Damn harmonies Derek. together are so good. Yeah. Uh, um, but Old school May Day Parade, man. I know. So this one worked out really, really well. Um, there's some great tracks on there, some good hooky stuff. Yeah. Um, some some really aggressive stuff there on the first track. Yeah, yeah. Man. Definitely, yeah. I, th- I thought that was the direction they were going to go for the whole album. but Well, uh, but no. that one's featuring somebody who I'm not sure... Yeah, I, I think, didn't recognize I think that name. A different dude does the, all the screaming in that, but mm-hmm. that that album is very he- or that song is very heavy on the screaming. Yeah, so I liked it a lot. I gave it an eight out of twelve. The final Ooh. track on there is really really good. Oh, remember yes. what it was called? I don't remember the name of it, but I remember really liking that last song. I believe that one should end up on somebody's Ooh. best of the year Ooh. tracks. Fancy that. La 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 la. One of us, one of called. us. Okay, yes. the opening track is called "One of Them Will Destroy the Other," Ooh. featuring Dan Lambton. <laughs> no idea who that is. No idea. Um, there's a great song on there called "Hollow," mm-hmm. track three. Very oh. bass, yes. heavy, like. You're a big fan of our show. You know that Adam and I love bass. I even saw a top ten May Day Parade list come out on Alternative Press this week. Oh, really? And they put. Hollow into that. Oh, they good. put like three songs from this album. Yeah, in the top well, ten. It's a good list. album. It's a good album. It, it's it's not gonna blow you away or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the, it's still good songs, good lyrics, mm-hmm. and just good songwriting. I think this was like the best one because I was so upset that Jason Lancaster wasn't in the band anymore after the first album. Yeah, I just never have felt that Derek <laughs> Sanders could could carry the album on his own. Yeah, and I went back and listened to all their previous albums. The 
three that they've done yes. since. And uh, just there's there's some good hooks on there, mm-hmm. but nothing as good as this album was. Yeah, this is definitely their best uh, so far, and uh, yeah, I hope they continue in this direction. And uh, you know, because this direction, at least, while it's not mind blowing, it at least differentiates themselves from other pop punk bands yeah. and alternative bands. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, for good, a band good that stuff. apparently has the best fans in all of the scene, <laughs> apparently, hopefully their fans like it. Yeah. So, by the way, State Champs, definitely pop punk at yes. its finest. Um, it takes a lot of listens to get into it, at least I found. I had uh, a hard time yeah. getting into it until I took a little bit of a break from it. It's 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 then, adequate. It's not like it's not groundbreaking. It's it's pop right. punk and it's really hard for pop punk artists nowadays to to you know it's differentiate no, themselves. It's no man overboard, it's no, no some no. forty one. Um, but it's still like good. Yeah, and I was surprised how high of ratings I gave those two albums. Yeah, I think I gave them both an eight. Out I of feel like if you don't listen to a lot of pop punk, you'll really like State Champs. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, because you, when you've listened to really good pop punk, yeah, it's hard always comparing it. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Sum Forty One, for opening up my eyes <laughs> to that. Exactly. All right, man. So next week, I'm really excited. We're going to be doing, like we mentioned briefly, we're going to be going down to Santa Ana at the uh, Observatory. We're going to be talking to fans of. Uh, the the Wonder Years. Do you think we should talk to more fans than we did at the Amity Affliction show? Definitely. We didn't talk to enough fans, I felt like. <laughs> we only talked to like three Four. people. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was just having too good of a time with your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I didn't feel like I needed to talk to people. <laughs> uh, wait, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to be talking to uh, some, some fans of the Wonder Years, Motion City Soundtrack, State Champs, and You Blew It. Uh, they're going to be going on the, I don't know, tour for... Because the Wonder Years are headlining, <laughs> whatever that's that called. Tour. The tour for the Wonder Years are headlining. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, so I'm, we're going to be having a good time because uh, if you remember uh, a few weeks ago, our review for um, "No Closer to Heaven," one of our favorite al- albums of this year. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be looking forward to that. Uh, even Motion City Soundtrack set let out the Panic Stations, which we thought we both thought was really good. Motion City Soundtrack is also a good band. Fair, very fair. I it yes, was fair. Um, I'm looking forward to that, and um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, what, what sort of a bonus question do you think we should have? Oh, I was thinking we should, we should ask them who's their favorite band member in The Wonder Years, Paul or Kevin? <laughs> there we go. That's a good one, yeah. Paul or Kevin. <laughs> if, or, if, the, if The Wonder Years covered The Wonder Years theme song, which is a cover of a Beatles song, yes. what would that sound like? <laughs> and will The Wonder Years ever tour with Boy Meets World? <laughs> <laughs> Their little brother band. That's right, yes. <laughs> Damn Ben Savage and Fred Savage What if Dan, reunited Dan Soupy Campbell went on to be the executive director of Two Broke Girls? Oh. Actually, I was also thinking we should ask them what sort of soup would you want to share with Dan Soupy Campbell? <laughs> what is Dan Soupy Campbell's favorite soup? Right. Minestrone. <laughs> Campbell's beef and potato. <laughs> Cream of corn. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do something fun like that. But uh, tune in to next week's special episode. And uh, tune in for the next couple of weeks because we got a few more. And then, damn it, the end of the year is coming up. Favorite time of year. And uh, uh, for at least for this show. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for stu- uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, let us know your thoughts of Hate Me by Escape the Fate. Go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. Go subscribe to us on iTunes. Go check out our friends at themeltingpod.net. That's uh, meltingpod.net. Yeah. And uh, for my co-host, Adam. Uh, show's coming soon, and cool looting. Shit, Shit Rick, Rick says. says.
he has a, one recorded, I guess. And the series finale of uh, the Dead Bedouins coming up very soon, mm. possibly about three episodes or so. Oh man, okay. So I hope those drag on. And then mass suicide. Yeah, the melting then, pod has to kill itself. After I'm gonna the have Bedouins to like set the website to like where you go to it, like your computer catches fire. Because there's right. no point in living. No, there Never really isn't. Thanks please, a lot. Please don't leave Sandman. Us. Please don't leave us. Vinny the Brick. <laughs> well, I guess Max I can, Power. I can get by with, with your uncensored reality. Well, I can't. One shit Rick says every six months. I don't listen to that show. I don't. I can't do it. You should, Mike. You should. I should. It's it's real life happening on <laughs> that show. I guess there's, so. There's interviews with rappers. And then there's rapping in the beginning. And then there's rapping. There's again. nonsensical rapping. And and there's discussion of penises and vaginas. And then there's cut crum- or uncut, curmudgeonly discussions by curmudgeonly. Don't you want to hear man? why Donald Trump should be our president? No, <laughs> but he will be. You might as well accept it. Oh, <laughs> this is what happens when Patriots fans get podcasts into politics. They get really, really full of themselves. <laughs> kind of a lot, yes. <laughs> like whatever, bro. Whatever. Tom Brady's my god, bro. <laughs> Make it hot for. <laughs> Them <laughs> well, for my co-host Adam, I'm your co-host Mike. See you Monday morning. If not, getting some. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>